You tuned to Sirius FM 105.7. Jumma Kareem hai. What a beautiful day. Jumma, Jumma, Jumma Mubarak to all the listeners of Sirius FM. What a brilliant morning in your company. Starting with the junior geniuses, uh, Member Parliament Ahmed Mandur Sheikh Imam, getting in all those uh, questions and all those answers uh, that he's given, really uh, putting us into a very point mode. And Alhamdulillah, as uh, we went with the Yusuf Asmal's uh, medley this morning, uh, it was another great selection as usual. Uh, usual. But uh, the cherry on the top this morning. Happens to be our very own uh, Mufti Brian Smith uh, from uh, Cape Town, uh, people, with these quick fire QA. Mufti Saab, Assalamu Alaikum, Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. And who can't it admit uh, Ifan Ochunt, uh, Mufti? Wa alaikum assalam, Warahmatullahi Ta'ala, Wabarakatuh, Shafat, and our esteemed listeners, Alhamdulillah, you know, coming to you live and direct from the Cape of uh, Storms. Lots of dua requested, we have some heavy flooding. For the last uh, couple of days, you know, uh, one day I couldn't even exit the house to go to the masjid, which is only 50 meters from me. So uh, lots of rahmah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the same time, we're fearing his adab as well, G. Now, well said there, Mufti Saab, you have to look at everything in moderation. And Allah tells you anything is in excess and you can see what the repercussions are there. Mufti, your questions have been flowing just like the rain that you have there. Uh, I hope uh, we, uh, we don't have an overflow here, but uh, it starts off. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Should we support the BRICS uh, convention uh, now that uh, more Islamic countries are uh, added, Mufti? Shafat, uh, you have to look at it holistically, you know. So you're, you're basically replacing one system that has been governing and uh, ruling the world, a system that uh, comprised of a lot of leaders, corrupt leaders, uh, pedophiles, uh, elitists, etc., people with agendas that has been in- exploiting the poor people, uh, that has been uh, legalizing laws that goes against uh, the Sharia, and you're replacing them with another group of people. So if it is to destabilize the dollar, as many people think, uh, then that won't happen anytime soon. So here you have another conglomerate uh, group of people uh, that uh, now they've allowed uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, and all these other people. So these Islamic countries... It has been added to the BRICS uh, group uh, of countries. You know, you must remember these people themselves, they are tyrants. Look at what the Saudis are doing to their people. Look at what is happening in Iran and uh, look what's happening in Syria. So all of these people. So this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala system. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, we make uh, some oppressors allies to the others. Because of what they used to do. So uh, there's no real hope for us as believers. Our hope is in the Sharia, in governance with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The system doesn't mean it will be better for us. It just means that there's a shift in power now. And America is not going to give up the fight like that. Anyone who threatens to destabilize the dollar, Shafat, you know what happened to Saddam Hussein when he wanted to trade in euro, uh, the gold, and they took him out. You know what happened to Muammar Gaddafi when he wanted to bring in the, the, the Afro currency, they took him out. Similarly, sanctions will be imposed. Our country will be destabilized and so many other things will happen now. This is a reality, uh, people, you know, that uh, uh, taxes will be imposed upon us. Uh, our currency already hit the 19 uh, rand per dollar mark. So 
many, many things. You think America is just going to give up like that and uh, NATO is going to give up like that for a few countries to come in and destabilize and dethrone them. That won't happen. So put your faith in tawakul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and let these kufar battle it out, you know, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that our kafiruna awliya, abadum awliya, ubad, that all these kufar, they are all uh, friends and allies of one another. We should not forget the G. Absolutely, mashallah. Remind me of the refrain. You will not know truth by men. You will not know truth by men. Rather know the truth, then you will know the men that are truthful. And the eloquent Mufti Ibrahim Smith tells you, have implicit faith in who? In Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mufti Saab, is a cosmetic surgery permissible in Islam? Hey, hey, someone wants to look younger, Mufti. <laughs> Everyone wants to uh, look young, you know. Uh, they want to use hyaluronic acid. They want to use Botox fillers. Then you get cosmetic surgeries. So you get two types of cosmetic surgery. One is uh, the normal cosmetic surgery where you want to alter and uh, change the creation of Allah because you are unhappy about your nose, your eyebrows, some part of your body. So that is completely haram. You know, that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran. The oath that shaitan took that, uh, that he will change and alter the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The other one is reconstructive surgery, that you were in an accident, uh, your nose broke, uh, your limb broke, or something is wrong with you, some defect that uh, can be rectified. You know, so that is called the reconstructive surgery, and that is permissible, and that is taken from a hadith where a sahabi's nose, radiallahu was chopped off in one battle and he put a place of uh, a piece of wood there and Rasulullah if only you have taken a nose made out of silver it would have been uh, more better for you so their permission was given for reconstructive surgery and uh, not for cosmetic surgery to enhance a person's beauty G. Assalamu alaikum Mufti Saab how will the new marriage bill affect us that is a singular bill. I intend speaking about that today, Juma Shafat. Uh, you know, I don't know how come the government is uh, putting uh, such laws into place without uh, consulting. And even after consultation and public input, they already made up their mind that they're going to cater for a minority, the alphabet community, and make a singular marriage bill where all of us will suffer at the end of the day. We know that uh, marriage officers, they can go to jail. They can be jailed for up to five years if they uh, b- perform a nikah, traditional nikah, uh, you know, without uh, the precepts of uh, the government, without the guidelines of the government, and they don't follow government protocols. And then, all, of course, you'll have different type of marriages now, polyamorous marriages now. A woman can take five uh, husbands. A husband can take uh, uh, two, three wives plus three husbands as well. So all of this absurdness that will draw the wrath and anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. South Africa, wallahi, people don't believe me. South Africa is on the brink of destruction. If we remain silent, if we don't speak out against what is going to happen. I just came from Palestine. I went to the Dead Sea and I reflected there that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I want to speak about that today, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed dead people for making a mockery about uh, the sacred union of marriage. And now South Africa is coming, the most liberal country in the world. It cannot even govern 
uh, its people and look after its citizens, but they want to permit you can get married to a sheep tomorrow. You can get you can get married to anything as long as you identify. This is what they give me. This is humanism and transhumanism in play. This is pure uh, satanic protocol, Shafat. So there is a deadline, the 31st of August. I'm just reminding the people that please uh, submit your, your, your submissions and your objections, inshallah, and uh, we can stop this bill. The Christian people, Christian uh, groups, uh, lobby groups are, are doing the work there, so we can also do our part, G. Uh, shocking indeed. Polyandry will be legalized, uh, Mufti Saab. I can't. Can you imagine, Shafat, that a woman getting Madness. married to three, four, four husbands? Who's going to be the father? Who's going to pay non-support? Who's going to claim rights? All of these things, you know, we go we back to Jahiliya. It happened during the days of Jahiliya. A woman could have ten husbands and decide who's the father. Uh, this is, is coming again. So we're in the second period of Jahiliya now. I forbid. Uh, can one rent out a shop to a banker, Mufti? Yes, you can, according to Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah ta'ala, it is permissible for you to lease it out or to rent it out to a bank, according to uh, the two companions, uh, Imam Muhammad and uh, Imam Abu Yusuf, the companions of Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah uh, they say it is not permissible, you know. So our advice would be to be cautious and rather uh, rent it uh, out to some other institution where you know that the income of that building will be from a halal source, a halal nature, and it won't taint uh, your halal income as well, G. Mufti Saab, if viruses do not exist, please explain what causes AIDS, Ebola, etc., 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 Mufti. Very, very good question, Shafat. You know, so this question should be directed to people like uh, virus rejectors like Dr. Faiz Kirsten and uh, the Riyad Marban and all these other people. They should give the people answers, people who are living with AIDS and uh, HIV, people who died of Ebola, uh, influenza, and all these other type of viruses. They say it doesn't exist. You know, our opinion is, is completely different. Just because you haven't seen something doesn't mean that it, uh, it really does not exist, you know. That is uh, perhaps your opinion. There's other opinions uh, from the medical fraternity that shows and says uh, that it, it does exist, you know. So these people, uh, virus negators, they should do. And secondly, Shafat, uh, that is knowledge that won't uh, increase your iman, and neither will it take you to Jan, you know. So fighting for a cause like that, uh, show us the virus and uh, don't show us the virus. How is that going to uh, take you to Jan? How is that going to uh, increase your iman? You know, that's a waste of public funds. Uh, at the end of the day, people died, and yet uh, there's no clear answer why people died. Uh, that is uh, something that needs to be uh, looked at in and who's taking responsibility of this. So I intend uh, speaking about it in the near future, inshallah. Ji. Yeah, Mufti Saba, I've been speaking to these experts, and uh, according to Dr. Shankara Chetty, these uh, viruses were manufactured in the laboratories of the American uh, you know, army uh, to, to uh, stem the population. So it, it does exist, but it was manufactured yes. and it's manipulated. We, I'm yes. sure you agree. You, you, you agree on that, Mufti? I agree. I uh, I agree with her. I agree with many other doctors I spoke to, uh, Dr. Nasiba Katrada as well. You know, you see, you cannot say that a virus does not exist. And I told them that uh, viruses yes. is mentioned in, created, in, uh, yes. in Tafsir, Ibn Kathir. It is mentioned there that uh, viruses uh, or at least smallpox came to Arabia during the year that Rasulullah was uh, born. So uh, Dr. Shankara Chetty, and we believe in that. In fact, the scientific term for that is called gain-of-function theory, where microorganisms are manipulated and used as bioweapons. And there's labs in Ukraine and there's labs in mm. Wuhan in China 
where they manipulate these viruses. So for people like uh, Dr. Faiz Kirsten and uh, Riyad Marman, uh, I don't even know what is his portfolio, what is his profession to come along and say that uh, these things does not exist. I mean, come on, where do you come from? Tell the people what is AIDS. Tell the people what is uh, Ebola and all these manipulated viruses. They can't even give the people answers why the people are dying. One day they'll tell you snake oil killed the people. The other time they'll tell you the water uh, was, you know, so many spook stories. So we rather concur with uh, Dr. Shankara Chetty. I agree with it. I think you agree with her also, G. Yeah, no, uh, Dr. Shankara Chetty is uh, actually is bringing Jay Naidu on my show one of these days. So, alhamdulillah, I'll put your question there. Then I'll Mufti from the Boa Kapo, doctor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on, Mufti Saab. Uh, it says, yeah, can I use an insurance payout to fix my car? Someone drove into me and his insurance paid out, Mufti. Yes, if that person drove into you and that person's car was insured and that company pays that amount out to you, that is completely permissible for you to use. Whether you fix your car, whether you eat it, whether you do what with that money, you become the owner of that money. You did not make a claim. Uh, you Perhaps you don't have insurance yourself, which is good also. But if the other company pays you out and that person was responsible for that accident, then that money belongs to you. It is not haram. It's permissible for you to use it. Mufti, if one is uh, suspicious about certain food, can he just say Bismillah to make it halal? Like uh, that Shafi brother there from Egypt, he said, Bismillah, Bismillah. <laughs> yeah, lucky we not we we not uh, in uh, in the UAE where insurance is mandatory. Uh, you mm. know that uh, our our deepest sympathy to Hazrat uh, uh, Yusuf uh, that side from the UAE. I'm coming to visit soon again, inshallah. But I first have to speak about it. But nevertheless, Shafat, you cannot uh, on suspicious and doubtful food saying Bismillah does not uh, make it permissible in halal. The food itself could be contaminated. The food itself can be haram. It's like blowing on on wine and liquor and saying, no, I'm going to make it halal, you know, blowing on bacon and uh, saying, Bismillah, no, I'm going to. You can't. You have to ascertain first the origin of that food. Was it slaughtered in accordance uh, to Sharia? All of these things uh, we should have, you know, and uh, then uh, from there, inshallah, we should uh, ascertain. And if it's permissible, we, if it's not permissible, then we refrain from that, inshallah. Well, Yusuf got it organized, your tour. He says we're going to have a huge <laughs> majlis when Murphy come. Hey, you call it the MM tour. Yes, Yusuf. I'm, MM. I'm, I'm ready. Someone was asking me from the UK the other day. He said, Muftisa, please come. We need you in the UK. So, uh, you know, there's so many people. Ask, but they must send the official invitation. If they send the official invitation, inshallah, we're ready to travel and, uh, and to impart knowledge. G. I remember, people, business class. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Business class. <laughs> Mufti Saab. Steamboat. Any spe- hey? Steamboat. Okay. okay, he doesn't mind the steamboat. He'll take six months to get to you. Yeah, steamboat. <laughs> he will just steam around the Indian at, at Atlantic Ocean. Mufti Saab, any special wazifas to cure anxiety? Yes, so many people suffering from anxiety, especially after post-COVID, you know. Uh, I, I said it uh, not too long ago. That the sector that will be making the most money within the medical fraternity is the psychiatric uh, section. 
uh, or fraternity because people are going with their anxieties and all these types of things. So remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the best wazifa in the Quran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Anxiety is when a person subconscious, uh, either through p- p- post-traumatic uh, stress disorder or something happened in his life, or he's not uh, performing a good deed, you know, uh, all those things uh, stabilizes a person. So when there's an imbalance in, uh, in, 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 uh, between bad and good deeds in a person's life, then a person is afflicted with anxieties. His subconscious eats him up and he becomes entrapped in his body to such an extent sometimes people can't even emerge from their homes because they suffer from panic attacks and they suffer from anxiety. Uh, no one has died from anxiety and panic attacks. It is just uh, that you are hyperventilating too much oxygen uh, going into your lungs and your body needs to cope with that. So if you practice your breathing techniques and you lower your heart rate, you start breathing at uh, perhaps 25 breaths per minute and then you will slow your heart rate and it will slow the intake of oxygen as well. That is one thing. Number two, you have to make abundance of dhikr because the Quran says that through the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala contentment will be found in the heart. Contentment will settle into the heart and contentment is the actual removal of anxiety, Shafaji. Bakala for that, is it permissible to eat fish and drink milk together, Mufti? Yeah, we've been brought up like that, you know, that uh, some people were saying, I remember as a child, it is makru for people to eat fish and milk together, and it will cause some sort of diseases, etc. So that is taken from a Greek uh, methodology, and uh, you know, all these other things. So in Islam, there's nothing that prohibits, it's an inquired taste, nothing that prohibits a person from uh, eating fish and then drinking a cup of tea, that there's uh, milk in, because normally when people eat fish, they will drink a uh, black tea, you know, but uh, there's nothing that really prevents it from a, a Sharia perspective for a person to uh, to enjoy a plate of fish and then uh, having some milk after that. Uh, that depends on you, G. Was the Makkah storm a sign of Allah's anger? Shafat, you know, we saw the footage. I spoke about it uh, two days ago. Uh, I was very uneasy when I went to Makkah. Something didn't feel right there. But you can see the, the, the wind. I, I, I equated it to the verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as if there were locusts that were scattered. So that is how people looked on that particular day when that storm came passing down. Now, even a place that is sacred, you know, and where there's sanctity, even there people were not saved. So that is a sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's displeasure. You must see how people desecrate uh, the haram. Uh, the, the Kaaba, I saw people, uh, f- females making tawaf with their hair open. Uh, you could smell perfume. Uh, some of them spraying themselves with heavy, heavy perfume and then making a tawaf, you know, and other people coming in and taking selfies. And, the, you know, they're making a mockery at the Kaaba, the most holiest place uh, for Muslims, you know, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made a haram and you're desecrating Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine you're desecrating Allah uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala's most holiest place. Uh, you're showing disrespect to the host, which is Allah, the host of all hosts. Don't you think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, going to admonish you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take revenge? So be careful when you go there. Just do what you need to do. Respect all these mashair in all these places of worship and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save you, G. Well, Mufti, we'll do one more question as we are running out of time here. I bought a plot and want to know if I have to pay zakah on it, Mufti. 
You will only pay zakat on a plot if you have bought it with the intention of reselling it. So meaning you're doing a business transaction, you're buying and selling, so it becomes a business. If you have bought a plot which you intend to use in future uh, to build your house, you know, and to stay on there to make it a place of residence, then there will be no zakat on uh, that plot. Uh, it will become uh, free of zakat. So remember the intention. What was the intention at the time of purchase to resell? You will have to pay zakat. To keep as your own for your own personal residence, then uh, there will be no uh, zakat on that G. A beautiful morning in your company, Mufti Saab, on your segment. Uh, quick fire Q&A. Your parting words? Inshallah, Shafat, that uh, we'll uh, meet up in the week, Inshallah. We'll continue with that uh, pertinent uh, points. So, you know, many people have been asking from across the globe. They're asking why Brother Chef is so quiet. I said, we're not quiet. It is the gremlins and uh, the power outages that is causing a break in transmission. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us so we can uh, take that also to the people. Tazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to our Mufti Ibrahim Spurt and a big jazakallah khair to all of you for sending in those beautiful questions. Uh, yes, so once again, uh, don't forget the nikah, uh, Bismillah rahman rahim The nikah of uh, Hawa Bibi, daughter of uh, Marhum uh, Yahya and Amina, see that. And uh, Muhammad Bilal, uh, son of Farooq and Aisha Musa, 27th August 2023, uh, 12 o'clock, uh, Khalid bin Wali, the Masjid Mackenzie Bill and Nigel. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, God bless uh, this uh, union with, uh, you know, uh, with a lot of love, including a lot of uh, understanding and afia. Ameen, uh, summa, ameen. Uh, yes, I'd like to thank uh, Yusuf Asmal for great engineering as usual. And to all of you, once again, uh, keep it locked on uh, to Sirius FM for beautiful broadcasting, lovely Nashid in first, and uh, not forgetting uh, Mufti AK, who sends the uh, uh, translation of the Qutbah a little later on. From the team and I, till we uh, meet you again, uh, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.